We cordially invite you to climb inside of our mouths for a second as we dip the chip of our ideas into the salsa that is your brain. This is an 8-bit podcast for real-world people. Okay. (laughs) Hey, guys. Welcome to our very first... uh, Collab podcast between the Sadie May. Oh my gosh. I've told Colin the name of my podcast three times. The Sadie May podcast. The Sadie May podcast times an 8-bit podcast for real world people. Minus Dallin. Just Colin. Solo Colin. I'm always solo. So, just me. Right. Right. Okay, so (laughs) a few... Not even a few weeks ago, like maybe a month and a half ago, we've been meaning to do this for a while, but just haven't. We put a question on each of our stories. Topics. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, should we find the exact question? Yeah. Okay. I'll find it. Yeah. I've been trying to record this for many weeks. I would say I'm putting in more effort. We were supposed to record this Tuesday, actually, if you recall. But I'm happy we're doing it tonight. Okay. Yep. Let's find it. I think it was like mid-February that I had posted we were going to record. Um, oh, yeah. Here we go. Okay. Um, advice, Q&A, boy versus girl's opinion. Right. Man okay. versus woman. Man versus woman. <laughs> we're not children here. Yeah, this will be interesting, especially from two college students in Provo. (laughs) Why do you say that specifically? (laughs) Well, uh, being from Salt Lake already, Provo has a weird stigma. Like, it's just young, weird people. Like, growing up in Utah, but not in Provo, you knew there was yeah. a stereotype going into yeah. it. Okay. Because, like, I feel everybody, even in Salt Lake, was just like, why should I go to Provo mm-hmm. and BYU when the U is, like, right next to our house? For sure. And, like, go Utes. <laughs> BYU, we love, or hey, Utah Utes, we love you. BYU, <laughs> oh, you stink like poo. Okay, apparently not so much because you messed yeah. that up. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Off topic. Yeah. No, I feel the same actually because I grew up in California and we knew that Utah people were different, Mm -hmm. specifically Provo, Utah people. And I think that's still true. The more people I meet that were born and raised in Provo, I'm like, you fit the stereotype completely. (laughs) And that's not a bad thing. Right. Just a thing. It is just a thing. It is what it is. It is what it is. So, should we just jump right in? Yeah, I so say. I have a I have a list of probably like twenty five questions. We're probably not going to get to all of them, but there's definitely some good ones that I want to discuss. Okay. Some of them are more serious. Some of them are more kicks and giggies. Kicksies and giggies. <laughs> do you want to do? Do you want to ask the first one? Should we just go off my list? Yeah. Okay. I feel like I compiled a good one. Okay, what's your advice on talking to new people slash getting past the awkward acquaintance stage? Okay, 
Can I speak first? Yeah, go ahead. So I actually just experienced this today. My coworker and I, like, male, he's male, I'm female, obviously, but we don't know each other very well, but it's like we get along super good. So today our whole shift, we were just asking, like, the the most basic questions. Where are you from? You know, how old are you? How many siblings do you have? And he was saying, he was like, I hate this part. He's like, I hate that I don't already know you and we can't just chat like we're already friends. He's like, because we get along so well, but we have to ask these awkward questions Mm -hmm. to like get our relationship to where we want it to be. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting that he acknowledged that because that's the only way to get through it. Yeah. And it's hard not to be awkward, Mm -hmm. but... You kind of, I don't know. I'm an awkward person a lot of the times. Uh, <laughs> sounds so, actually, never mind. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> but just like a lot of the times I'm with people, I just like ask direct questions and they probably seem like so out of pocket. or like, why did he just ask that? You're like, why did your dad leave you when you were five? <laughs> it's just like, I'm just not smooth and I'm not sly. Yeah. So, but I think people understand that like I'm an upfront person. So they get that. So you think honesty is the best way to go for it. Just be direct and yeah. ask good questions. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's no way to get past the awkward stage. It just is like, have you ever like hung out with the, even a new guy for the first time, like a guy friend? And it's just, like, a little weird at first because you don't know each other very well. Like, even when you're just friends, like, Mm -hmm. the first time is just going to be a little strange. Like, when I, for example, first time I met Milo, our mutual friend. This is our mutual friend. (laughs) He was, like, so quiet. That's not real. Yes. That's a lie. Yeah. (laughs) Ask ask anyone I was with. I was in California visiting my friend Caleb. And he's like, oh, my friend Milo's going to come and kick it with us tonight. And, uh, yeah, he was just, like, quiet and weird. And then I met him in Provo, and I'm like, dude, you're <laughs> Who not. Who are you? <laughs> yeah. But That's so interesting. Yeah. He does not have an awkward stage like this. Milo? Yeah, don't you no. think? Yeah, he I He just, agree. like, tells everybody everything about him. Yes, Anyways, but I feel like that's almost what bonded Milo and I together is like we instantly became good friends because he yeah. was just super real, open, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. Yeah. I actually every like everyone that asks me for advice on like a first date or if they tell me they're nervous or whatever. The biggest piece of advice I always say is pretend like you already know them, mm-hmm. like talk to them as if they already know what your mom's name is, what you know, whatever, like they already know your friends like, go into it and just talk to them like you would anyone else. And I feel like that really helps. That's kind of smart. I like that advice. I'll use it. <laughs> On your next date? Yes. Okay. Okay, I'm going to ask the next one. How do I stop caring about what other people think? That is, that's a loaded question. My piece of advice is just don't. <laughs> Literally So well don't. said. I mean, like... <laughs> there's no way to sugarcoat it the stupid thing too is like you always care about your uh your image Mm -hmm. and especially i'm me i'm a really big people pleaser and so i like i didn't know that about you yeah 
I'm I like when people like what I do mm-hmm. and or I like to make them feel good and do something to like please them. But that shouldn't mean I should alter how I am so I can be I don't know. So I can be a different person to who I think they would like. Yeah. Like if someone doesn't like me and I'm being my real self and being nice, that's I I think if they don't like that, there's something wrong with them. Yeah, they're lost. Yeah. 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 I feel like I've developed that attitude oh like as I've grown up and become more of like an adult. Like in high school I still cared very much. Like I was dressed exactly how I wanted and but I feel like my honesty and my personality is it just is what it is. And I'm sure some people don't want to hang around me. I don't know who they are, but I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure there are some people and that's fine. Yeah. You know, that just yeah. is how it is. So I feel like it's a conscious decision you have to make to say like I do not care anymore. Yeah. Like, I don't think one day I just stopped caring. I think it was a choice I had to make. Right. Yeah. So. Well worded. <laughs> so my advice on that is make the decision today. Tell yourself you don't care anymore. And just don't. Yeah, just don't. It's Bryson just stupid. Tiller said it really well. Don't. Don't. <laughs> so don't, don't. Okay. okay. <laughs> Next question. You can also just like pick one. Like we don't have to go in order. Okay. Uh, don't. Don't. <laughs> Ooh. Biggest red flags slash green flags. Ooh. Okay. Right off the bat. <laughs> biggest red flags. I'm obsessed that you already know. <laughs> okay. Biggest red flags for me. It sounds so stupid, but skinny jeans. Period. That is the number uh, one thing. Wait, that, that's the number one? Yeah. Wow. Well, and cowboy hats slash country music. <laughs> like, So this is not just for everybody. This is for you. This is These for are me. your red flags. Yeah. Okay, okay. These are mine. Okay. okay. But now in general. I don't oh, wait. Know. I kind of want you to elaborate on yours, though. Okay. Well, they sound so shallow, (laughs) but I swear they're not. I don't know. You can tell who a person is, whether they wear skinny jeans or not. That's so true. I just feel like skinny jeans are a personality trait. My jeans could not be baggier today. And that's a green flag. (laughs) Look at this. And look at us recording together. Yeah. And the cowboy hat. Are we going to elaborate on that? Just <laughs> like country girls, you know, girls that wear pit vipers and Mm-mm. they go Mm-mm. hunting with their dads and fishing <laughs> and everything. Just Mm-mm. that is, it's just a different lifestyle. I don't want to date a country girl. Okay. I'm a I city boy. <laughs> and I want me a city girl. A church girl that goes to church <laughs> and, and reads her Bible. Bible. <laughs> I don't know why that made me think of that. Yeah, um, I respect that. I think the skinny jeans is huge. Uh, if I saw, you know, what's funny though is in Provo, I've seen more men in skinny jeans than probably in the last five years combined in California. It's sad. It's and it's the crop skinny jeans 
or they cuff them twice. Mm-hmm. Vans, no socks. <laughs> I can't even with count a, how many times I've seen that. With bit. an anklet. <laughs> I was going to say an anklet, but I was like, is that too like no. specific? Yeah. No. A, ma- a, a man, I don't know what I was going to say there. A man should never have an anklet on, period. Or hookah shells. <laughs> puka Anyways. shells is what you mean. Puka. Hookah. <laughs> but yes, that's so true. And I always feel like it's the Arizona people that come to Utah that kind of dress like that. Yeah. And Utah people. And straight up Utah people, yeah. Yeah. Never California. You've got great style, though. Oh, thank and you. you're from Utah, so you are an exception. I'm woke. Straight up. But you're also from Salt Lake. So I feel yeah. like that is different. Mm, it's not. It's not? <laughs> no. I haven't met many people from Salt Lake, actually. It's, I mean, as much as Provo is different, it's all the same. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just the same. Interesting. Okay, but what are actual red flags? Like I did a whole episode on this. Mm. You guys, you can listen to my red flags episode on any platform on my podcast, Sadie Mae podcast. Sadie Mae. Slight plug. Um, my personal red flags as like a human being like that I look for is a like someone who doesn't like listen well or like doesn't really take no for an answer. Mm-hmm. Like even in a friendship, like someone who always thinks they know better than you, someone who always is like undermining you or the I don't yes know. Man. Yeah. Like yeah. don't love. I need someone to like be a good listener and like respect me period. That's, a good way to put it. I think um, you can tell like within, I mean, not always, but I feel like within the first 30 minutes of being with someone, you can just tell how they treat others regardless if, I mean, like, um, of course people can like simp up to you, but like in a group setting, I feel like you just immediately see how they communicate with others or mm-hmm. so. I, I guess a red flag for me is just not being nice. Okay. <laughs> kind of the same thing as you, but I do not tolerate bullying. Straight up. And um, when people don't like and accept my friends, I think that's like a big red flag for me. Not that like I'm not willing to change, but... What what's to change when you're perfect? <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. okay. So yeah, I guess that's that. Skinny um, jeans and bullying. Yeah, I agree. I also think one is like people who constantly are talking bad about other people yes. because it's so easy. Yeah. Like that's the easiest way to make conversation is yeah. just talking bad about, talking other, about people, other people, finding other finding things that are negative about like someone flaws. else to say, yeah. like a mutual friend or whatever. Easiest way to make conversation because it's relatable and it can be funny and whatever, but in reality it's cheap conversation. And then I like that cheap conversation. It is. And then in turn, now I'm wondering like okay, you're talking bad about me about your friends. What are you saying when I'm leaving the room? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And this can go for boyfriends or just friends. Yeah. It's scary. Okay, green flags. 
Uh, this sounds so stupid, but genuine compliments. Or when people, okay. I love when people ask me how my day was. And like have a genuine interest in my day. And I'm like, dude, that's such a good sign that they like care about me. Yeah. And want to hear about how I was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's a big one. That's a good one. Yeah. I think for me, maybe I'll make this specific to guys now instead of just like people. But for me and a guy, a green flag. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so used to just saying red flags. And like yeah. sometimes I say stuff, but then it gives me the ick. And then I'm like, wait, never mind. Like if I'm like, oh, when a guy opens my car door. But then sometimes I'm like, you're doing too much. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that? Oh, maybe yeah. that's stupid. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. But I don't know. Green flag, honestly, just like kindness, like guys who make me like feel smart and like like my words have value like I don't know sometimes I'm around guys and they make me feel dumb like well, on a date or something it's it's like how you said earlier it's like a bad listener versus like a good listener mm-hmm. like a someone who like takes in what you're saying and like repeats something out or like yes says something on top of the discussion yeah it's like oh my gosh that's like you feel me yeah <laughs> Oh, a green flag. Not kissing on the first date for me. I don't mind it sometimes if the vibe is right. But I've had dates where it's like so blatantly obvious that the guy is just there to like make out. Like he just wanted to come over, watch a movie (laughs) and he's waiting to make out. And like it's so obvious. And that is like the biggest turnoff for me. So like a green flag is when a guy's just like here to hang out and if you kiss and the vibes right then like that's awesome but if mm-hmm. not he's like cool with that too yeah you know yeah because then it shows me like he's patient and he like respects me yeah i feel like all the dates that have gone positive and i've like gone somewhere further it's always been that same pacing mm-hmm. so i agree yeah okay next question yeah, yeah. okay Hmm. Oh, do you play the game? Oh, like the dating game. The the game. I I would say no. But Really? Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. Well, I mean, you have to it's so stupid cuz you kind of have to a little bit. But like my thing is like when the feeling is there, it's there like it's a connection so there's no like need for I don't know like no game needed but it's like it has to happen because I love the chase Mm -hmm. but I feel like when someone is also chasing back it's just like (laughs) (laughs) so you want to do the chasing you want to be the fisherman you uh, want the girl to be the fish but I want it to be equal. That's why I hate the game. Mm. Where it's like, oh, just a guy has to like make all the moves. Mm-hmm. Like I've been in a lot of relationships where Whoa. if the girl didn't <laughs> <laughs> <Period. weird> flex. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but if a if the girl did not make a move, I probably would have like moved on and been like, Oh, they're just like not into me. Really? Because I like 
it was either too shy or too afraid. Like, I can think of one where, like, this girl, we were, like, watching a movie as a group, and this girl, like, put her arm on me, and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's, like, it. She's into yeah. me. And then so we started dating later, but it was, like, I think I it would have taken me a lot longer to find that out if, like, there was no, like, action. It was so good. Yeah. Okay, good. Sorry, guys. thought we lost it there. Um, yeah, no, I definitely agree. It has to be mutual, but there is a game. It's so dumb. And I play it. <laughs> and I don't want to play it. And you know what's funny is, like, in high school, my dad would always tell me, he's like, Sadie, you have to play the game. He's like, you're making this way too easy. And he would literally tell me that, and I was always like, but I don't like the game. Like, I'm very honest. I'm very upfront. Like, mm-hmm. I tell it exactly, like, if I like a guy, like, I'll make it pretty obvious, I feel like. Me too. But then it kind of goes, it kind of goes south for me sometimes, because I feel like I'm not playing the game, so the guy's like, she's making it too easy, she's way too into me, like, there's Mm. no chase. So now I've learned, you have to be a little unavailable. Yeah. You can't be available all the time, like, if a guy's asking you to hang out, you can't tell him, oh yeah, I have Monday through Thursday open, you gotta say... I can hang out Wednesday. That's it. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. make him think you're a little busy and you know, I don't know. Don't be too eager. Like I, I agree and I disagree. I think Mm -hmm. it depends. This sounds so stupid, uh, but I think it depends on like the person's love languages and attachment style (laughs) because a lot of people just take love and relationships differently. And so there's things that I did with some girls, right? Like I attempted yeah. that I'm like, oh, they're not taking that the right way. Okay. Or they're thinking like, oh, this is too much. Like, okay, two steps back, you know? And then there's others where it's just like, oh, you are on the same vibe as me. I get it. But like just a lot of people love different and just like take relationships different. So it just like, for me, I've, just like feel out the feelings. I don't really try and solve like a game. So it's just like, if there's an interest, I'm there, but mm-hmm. I'll feel out, you know, yeah, how they feel. And then yeah. I'll play the game according to them. You know, I agree with that. Actually, you said that really well. And I've been in certain relationships or like getting into them when you're supposed to be playing the game, but it's like, both of us know we're very interested. Yeah. We both like each other. So at that point it's like, What's the point? Yeah, Yeah, there's no game. There's no game, right? We're just, we're in it now. But I feel like sometimes there's like a thing going on and like, you're not sure about what they're feeling. Mm -hmm. They're not sure about you. So then the game is important. So I definitely agree that it depends on the person and the situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hate that there's a game. Me too. Okay. Next, Next question. I also feel like every woman in my family is going to listen to this and like fall in love with you because of that answer. That was a really good answer. <laughs> I, that'd be pretty awesome. They're going to be like, I'm he's so single. emotional, intelligent, <laughs> emotionally intelligent. Okay. What's y'all take on Kanye <laughs> and how he's been acting? So, okay. First of all, I'm just going to go off and just say I'm a huge Kanye fan. Okay. Like many people know, he is my absolute all-time favorite artist and i'm inspired by his fashion design his uh he's made a tv show 
it never aired. Anyways, he's just done a lot of things, and I just, like, respect it, but he is crazy, and he is bullying Pete <laughs> Davidson. So Wait, elaborate a little bit on what's going on. I think everyone knows, right. but just in case. So Kanye and Kim Kardashian have been married for years. Who's that? Kim Kardashian. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. They've been married for years, and they are now, like, s- divorced, and they've been getting a divorce, and yes. Kanye's been posting their texts. Uh, he's been just, like, performing songs and saying, like, run back to me, Kim. I miss you. You know, just, like, upward. And he's like, God will save my family, and by saving my family, I must be with my wife still. He's so, going off the rails. He's Yeah, he's off the grid, grid, grid. And he started, like, kind of calling out Pete Davidson, who Kim Kardashian's been dating ever since. He's been, like, saying, like, I'm going to beat Pete Davidson's A in the song. And then the music <laughs> video, he had, like, a monkey beat him up. And there's another music video where he, like, buried him alive. It's just like, dude. And he, like... Text him. When did these happen? I did not know about the yeah. music videos. Yeah, pretty crazy. And he like posted their texts. Anyways, Kanye got banned from Instagram for cyberbullying, as he should. He's been like ruthless. Yeah. And this is a, like a Kanye stan, like the biggest Kanye stan, probably you know. Oh yeah, ever. And so like I support his music. I think it's dumb that he released his last album only on this stem player that costs two hundred dollars to get <laughs> i'm not even gonna get that and i love his music to death and i listen to him probably every day so it's like you know you can listen to it for free online have oh you? on soundcloud i have but it got taken down oh okay but i have heard it i like it okay good trying to make good music yeah my turn yeah okay so that was a wonderful recap. And I think as a woman, at first I found it really funny. And I was like, this is so entertaining. Yeah. Like I was refreshing my Instagram <laughs> seriously every 20 minutes. Minute, yeah. No, yeah. Trying to see a new post, like commenting on everything. Like I was dying at how funny it was. And then it, I kind of started to see some posts where it's like, this isn't funny. Like this is a mentally ill man. Like, and you guys are... Mm-hmm. Um, egging him on. And at first I was like, bro, all you guys are trying to just be so like holier than thou. Like, this is funny. It's just for publicity. But then I, I really kind of agreed with them. And the more it went on and the farther it went, I was like, that's actually true. Like he's not in the right mindset and maybe he can't control it in a sense. And we, as the public are fueling it by giving it so much attention. Mm -hmm. And then as a woman, I kind of thought about Kim's perspective and I was like, I can't imagine being one of the most, if not the most famous woman in the world and you still cannot escape (laughs) being tormented and like obsessed over by your ex. Like, like this happens to normal women every single day being stalked and tormented and like harassed by your ex. But like you have all the power in the world and you still can't get over it. You know what I mean? Like, doesn't that kind of speak volumes for like other women? (laughs) And like, it kind of made me like think about my own experiences. Like I've had exes, you know, show up to my house, show up to my work, 
you know, bother me, harass me type of thing when I left the relationship or whatever, no matter how small or big the relationship was, I've had multiple experiences with that. And it's really like scary and it's really not fun. And I can't imagine being so famous and it's over social media with millions and millions and millions of people watching. It's like, and with kids involved. Yeah. Like that's like effed up. That's the hardest part. It's like the family aspect of kids. I love Kanye and I think I'll always love his music. And part of me feels kind of bad for like, like I know he's getting more and more money. The more I listen to the college dropout now that (laughs) after the documentary came out, but I will, I will keep listening to the music. Unfortunately. Me too. <laughs> it just has to be done. So good. I Sorry. love Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. It's the best album. Um, but yeah, I I think it's really messed up. And I feel really sad one day that their kids are going to have to see all this. Yeah. And like, I don't think they can really grasp what's going on right now, luckily. But yeah. one day they will, you know. Divorce. And mentally unstable people don't mix very well. No. Okay. Next question. Next. Hmm. Sorry. I'm thinking <laughs> a question. When do you know it's time to leave someone? That's when you know. <laughs> when if you, you have, have to, to ask think yourself. About, yeah. Yeah. That's actually such a good point. Do you want to elaborate on that at all? Yeah. Um. I don't know. <laughs> mm, I was going to share a personal experience, but. You can try to make it not personal. Uh, <laughs> kind of <laughs> hard to, but <laughs> anyways. Yeah, never mind. But <laughs> On my podcast, I'm like me and my ex and blah, 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 blah. And yeah. But whatever you're but, comfortable or not. Comfortable. Yeah. Well, I think. If there's, like, any doubts, at least, like, bring them up with the person as well. I mean, relationships are a, they're, like, a two-way thing. But if you're having doubts, as hard as it it is, like, talk to the other person. And, but that's the hard thing is the other person is probably going to be like, but I don't feel that way. Mm -hmm. I feel good about it. So, I mean... You got to have, like, good judgment and good timing of when to bring things up. But uh, to string people on is, like, the dumbest thing ever, and that's another reason why I hate the game is just, like, don't play with my stupid heartstrings if I'm going to, you know, like, be seriously involved in a relationship with you. And so I think... If there's any doubts, and if you're having any doubts, that's just like, you know, you shouldn't. I don't know. That's when I think you should leave the relationship or bring up that you're kind of drifting out of the relationship. I can't tell if I'm muted. Yeah, you are. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was muted. Um, Yeah, I agree with everything you said, and I think... There comes to a point if you've if you've had issues for a long time or if you've discussed the issues already and now you're wondering like, okay, nothing's changing. Is it time to go? Yeah. 
I think in my personal experience, in my relationship, and I've talked about this on my podcast, so I don't mind sharing this, but I knew I needed to leave the relationship months before I did. And, like, that's a big, honest regret of mine. And as much fear as I had of leaving, I also wish I had just been honest, you know? I wish I had just said exactly how I felt and stayed true to myself because I strung that guy along for way longer than was needed. And Mm. looking back, like, I wish I never did that. Like, I would never want someone to do that to me, you know? And, like, I think you know when you know. You know, I think it's the same when you love someone, you know, you know, and when Mm -hmm. it's right, it's right. And you don't have to question it. But I think if you're questioning it for a really long time, not just like a day, I feel like, you know, you get in a fight and you're like, Mm -hmm. I'm about to break up with this hoe. But (laughs) I think if it comes to a point where you're genuinely serious and it's been long enough, like months and months and months of being like, I think I need to leave. I don't think this is right. Blah, blah, blah. Then like, you already know your answer, dude. Yeah, I... I think the one relationship that I, er, okay, let me word this right. There's only one person that I have been romantically involved with that I say I am still friends with them mm-hmm. because of the closure they gave me and the communication. But every other relationship, I kind of leave not liking the other person like Uh a lot yeah and I'm still good friends with this one person and I think this could feed into our other question um later but just like communication in the closure like period of a relationship is so critical yeah because you can I mean and that's how you see, like, someone's true colors is, like, in a breakup, you know? Yeah. So I forgot what the question was. <laughs> how do you know when you should leave someone? Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, I think communication and closure is important when leaving someone. I think so, too. That's such a good point. And, like, I think how you know you should leave someone, you'll know. You'll know when it's right. Yeah. You know when it's not right, when you're... F- I think there's like a gut feeling like I had it like I knew in my soul that like I was not supposed to be in that situation anymore and it just took the courage to leave it. Yeah. And that's what it came down to is like I knew what my answer was. I just had to be brave enough to go through with it. And I wish like you were saying that I had been a better person and communicated better and had better closure, but like I wasn't. And like, I regret that. And we are not friends (laughs) and I am not friends with most of my exes. Yeah. I mean, because of that. And same here. I'm not, I think it's okay to not be friends with your exes though. Yeah. I'm not trying to be besties with, with people I've dated. Honestly, if it's like a little fling, then fine. But like, yeah. Yeah. You want to be close with someone you like, dated for a really long time yeah it yeah it does depend on the timing yeah um but the next question can boys and girls just be friends so tricky for me uh i think yes i have a lot of just friends that are girls and this may sound stupid but i just think no stupid I, thoughts it's here it's so 
so much easier to explain my emotions to girls. And, like, I just feel like every time I give a guy or I tell a guy how I feel, they just don't really, like, sympathize with me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're just like, well, maybe if you do this, they just mansplain it. Man, man, mansplain. Guys want to solve. And girls are good listeners. Yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah. I think situationally, it depends. But I think in general, yeah. I think, yeah. I have a lot of guy friends who I genuinely just see as my friends. Mm. And, like, I think, okay, this is going to sound horrible, but it's the truth. You, I don't think, are friends, not you, everybody, are friends with people you find ugly or unattractive. True. I think you're attracted to people. You want to be around them. Then it just comes down to are we friends or are we more than friends? Mm -hmm. And that's the vibe and whatever. And I would say all my guy friends are handsome and I would say all my girlfriends are beautiful. Yeah. Right. So it just comes down to like what your relationship is with that person. Um, but yeah, I've got, I've got lots of guy friends and I kind of agree with you. Like I love when my guy friends ask me for advice or like, they just want me to like listen to them. You know, yeah. I think it's, it's really nice. And it's always nice having like a guy's perspective and it's almost cool when you have a guy friend or a girlfriend from your perspective that you can go to and say like, Oh my gosh, like I met the coolest guy and, and you know, we're hitting it off so well. Like tell me what I should do about it. And there's no jealousy. There's no whatever. Like you're literally just happy for each other and supporting each other. I love that. I think it's so cool. And it's like, you know, the steps to take. Mm -hmm. Like I, my friends want to set me up with this girl they know. And so they like gave me her number and they're like text her but I'm like I don't know what to say <laughs> and I don't and I still haven't texted her <laughs> but I I don't think I would be able to without that I mean like yeah of course I can like text someone and set I don't know start a conversation but uh-huh. um and it's you're like talking about so, your girlfriends are trying to set you up yeah, with another girl. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, like, texted them the other night, and I'm like, hey, I think I'm going to text this girl. Mm-hmm. What should I say? And it's, I don't know, it's just nice that I have those friends to, like, lean on. Yeah. And ask for help. For sure. In any situation. Not and just I think dating. having friends of the opposite gender just gives you such, like, a good perspective. Mm-hmm. Just in life. And, like, on other humans and... But where I think it gets sketchy, and I have talked about this before, is when you used to like each other or you've Mm. hooked up before and then you're like, oh, it didn't really work out. We're just good friends now. No, there will always be something there. And if one of you tried to make a move or one of you sparked another interest. It would like tumble. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So if I was dating a guy and he's like, oh, yeah, my good friend so-and-so. Yeah, we hooked up a few times, but, you know, we just decided it it wasn't going to work out. Absolutely, that's not cool with me. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I feel... I mean, I always get paranoid when I'm the guy in that situation. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you were dating a girl and she had a, a really close guy friend that she used to hook up with, you would not be okay with that? Uh... I would be like, 
I, I mean, if I was dating him, I would ask him about it and be like, tell me about this. What, yeah. when did this happen and why, and why did it end? And I would have more closure, but I would still always like have in the back of my mind, like, I know that they've like made out. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like giggling with each other right now. Yes. And there's always some attraction. Yeah. Like I mentioned earlier. Yeah. I agree yeah. with that. So I think certain times guys and girls can be just friends. Mm-hmm. Maybe the majority of the time. Yeah. I'm iffy on that one, honestly. You want to ask the next one? Or do you want me to? You. I think I asked that do one. You, okay. Do you prefer texting or calling? Texting. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Uh, I feel like... I enjoy texting someone consistently. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like talking on the phone, but I just, I don't know. It's just like fun, fun and flirty. Yeah. Low key. There's definitely more opportunities to be like mysterious and yeah. flirty over text. You could play little, little games. Uh-huh. And I just feel like on the phone, you just kind of have to lay everything on the table and say everything that's like... <laughs> On your mind? Yeah. Or else you're like, oh, shoot, I forgot to say this. Yeah. I wanted to say that. But, I mean, it's a faster way. It's I think it's more convenient to call. But if I, if it's like a love interest, probably just texting. Unless, you know, it's like a deep relationship. Yeah. Yeah. What I think you? I think calling is important in the fling stage. Because you really are getting to know someone, like, and all you have to do is talk. Like, texting, you can lag a little, you can have time to think about what you want to say, but a phone call is, like, pure conversing, raw, you know what I mean? Like, all you have to do in that period is talk to each other. Mm -hmm. So you either have to get vulnerable or think of things to say. And I'm not really that good at making conversation, so phone calls are genuinely, like, (laughs) not fun for me. But I do appreciate them a lot more. That is interesting. Yeah. Texting, though, like, if I could just text my family forever, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Like, people I'm already close with, let's just text. No need to FaceTime. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know we already get along. I know we already have stuff to talk about. Let's just text about it. Yeah. Or I feel like if it's a friendship of someone of, like, a long distance sort of friendship where you don't see him a lot. I like phone calls more. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Agreed. update me on how you've been, blah, blah, blah. Like, but yeah, I agree with you on that aspect. Yeah. I think long distance, obviously phone calls are better in relationships and friendships. Cause it's more personal. And I feel like you're devoting your time to that person. You're saying like, I'm taking time out of my day to give my full attention to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mild conclusion on that one. Not sure about that one. Mild answer. Mild answer. Okay. You next. Okay. How many minutes have we been recording? I don't know. Well, we'll do (laughs) some editing. Pick the best ones. Yeah. Uh, Is dating harder for men or women? I don't. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, it's a hard question. 
I feel like it's equally, oh my gosh, my nail. I feel like it's equally as hard. The guy has different responsibilities than the girl, stereotypically. And uh, I don't know. I think as a man, as a boy, (laughs) I think it's hard. (laughs) Well, I guess it just depends on your circumstance and I don't know. But I've found it difficult dating. Period. Yeah. I just feel like I... For what reasons? <laughs> Elaborate. Uh, feel like I haven't had a lot of good luck or uh, good outcomes. Mm-hmm. But it's like, after you have been in a relationship, it's like, well, I kind of know what I want already. I want to be back in something like that. Right. So you go for that and you try and achieve that. But I don't know. For me, it's just been difficult. So, But is that because like just as a person or you think as a male specifically that's hard? Well, I don't know because a lot of the girls that I'll have an interest in, they end up in a relationship near after. So it's like, mm. I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm shooting for the wrong crowd, but it's like, Mm. It's like when they want to be in a relationship, they can just like, I don't know. That person can just like get it. Right. But I don't know. What's that movie where he dates girls and then the very next guy that they date after they end up marrying? I don't Do you know, know what I'm talking about? There's a whole movie about that. It's like they're, that person is always like the one right before. Uh. Oh, what's that called? Anyway. But is that what you're saying? Like, you feel like you try to date these girls, they don't date you, and then they get in a relationship right after? Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I kind of just feel like it's harder Mm -hmm. for guys to date. But, I mean, once you're in... (laughs) But why? (laughs) Uh, like, first move sort of thing. Okay. Um... And then it's like a lot of people like to date their friends or they want to marry someone that's their friend. Mm-hmm. So then you like start trying to chop it up with a friend. Yeah. And then they're like, oh my gosh, dude, we're just friends. I don't know. That's a tricky one. But I mean, that's everything. Then everyone. Yeah. Bet. I feel like I always expect the guy to make the first move. Maybe that's just like human nature, but like I don't really make the first move yeah. that often. Yeah. Like, I kind of expect the guy, and that makes it harder for the guy. Because there might be a guy that I'm interested in, and I say nothing about it. And, like, telepathically, I'm telling him, ask me out, or, you know what I mean? Like, whatever, and he doesn't. And then I'm like, well, I guess he's not interested. But I've done nothing on my part. I guess you're right. It is very, uh, it's equal. It's equal if you and that person have a common interest. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's a lot of a lot of people don't have common. They don't feel the same way as you do. If that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like girls maybe get stuck on a lot of like sucky dates more than guys. Like I feel like guys can kind of roll with the punches, and if it's like, I don't know, like especially because they ask the girl out a lot of the time. Yeah, they're always interested, right? But yeah. like, if a girl gets asked out, she might be like, 
oh yeah, this could be fun. And then the date sucks. Yeah. And then she's uncomfortable the whole time where I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, do guys get super uncomfortable all the time? Like on dates or like, has there ever Um, been a date that you've been on where you're like, I feel trapped. I need to go home, but like, I can't. Yeah. I've like the first seconds of like you being there, you're just like, I don't Instantly know why I'm here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just like, yeah. well, better find a way to, I don't know, get out of it. Mm. Fake a test in the morning. <laughs> why did I just do that? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's like <laughs> the most repeated thing. Oh, yeah. On a bad day. If I'm with a guy and he's like, all right, you know, I, I've got work early in the morning or so, I'm like, we're not going out again. For yeah. sure. This was That's it. my excuse. I don't, know what I, I don't know what I did, but this like, is uh, over. I got work at like nine in the morning. So. <laughs> nine? You literally get to sleep in until eight? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, that is my excuse. I have work in the morning. Yeah. Mine's always work, for sure. But sometimes it's true. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it, it is. is. It is a valid and excuse. I, and on the first date, I don't like to... I don't know. Like like you said, be unavailable. You know? Yeah. I'm not like a hangout till 3 a.m. kind of person on the first date. Yeah. Typically. Typically. I've done that sometimes, but like most of the time, get out of my house by like 1130. <laughs> yeah. I need to be in bed. Yeah. I want to watch my show. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if dating's harder for guys or girls. I feel like it's equally as hard. Yeah. Dating just sucks, period. It does. If I could just transport myself to like the fourth year in marriage, great. Yeah. I would. I'd love to pick the guy. I'd design him myself. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I hate dating. Me too. What's funny though is when I was in a relationship, like towards the end, I was like, why, why, like, I kind of want to date again. Like, I kind of miss it. I miss like the feeling of like liking someone for the first time, like a first kiss, like a first handhold. And now that I do that frequently, yeah. I'm like, this actually sucks balls. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I, and I, I actually don't like this. Yeah. Or I find myself, I don't know. Not that I attempt to lead people on, but I talk to a lot of people. Whoa. Like, not <laughs> at once. No, but I know just what like, you mean. You just want to, yeah. I don't know. And you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket Mm -hmm. but then it's sometimes just like why am i talking to this person when i'm more into this person yeah and i I feel like now it's so socially acceptable to be talking to so many people at once that it's like you don't want to not be talking to a lot of people because then you're worried oh i like this person but they're probably talking to seven other people so now i gotta keep my options open yeah so then you're never really committing to anyone yeah, I feel like, like now it's rare to find someone that you're both like, we are committing to each other yeah. within the first couple of weeks, you know? There, so I like had that uh, mindset, like I'm just after one person mm-hmm. and it was actually awesome. But then someone said that they liked that about like one of my friends is like, you know, I respect that out of you. And then I'm like, oh, wait, that's right. I can talk to more people at once. Yes. <laughs> and then so I just stopped doing that. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like I've, it's like 
trickier. Yeah. So I need to go back to that thing of just like, I don't know. Yeah. It almost makes me feel icky though. Yeah. Like genuinely, like I, I'm not really the kind of person to talk to a lot of people at once, but lately I think cause I've moved up here recently. I'm like, okay, I don't want a boyfriend yet, you know? So I'm kind of just like chatting with whoever, going on dates, whatever, but it like makes me feel kind of icky. I'm like, why did I go on two dates, two days in a row? Two different people yeah. texting five different people. I don't know. It like, yeah. I don't. I don't <laughs> love it. I would rather be fully committed to one person. Yeah, it's easier, but it doesn't feel as safe. <laughs> Sorry, Siri. Siri popped up. Um, yeah, no, it doesn't. Um. Man, well. Should we do one more? Yeah. Okay. Pick a really good one. I've got the sniffles right now. Sorry, you guys, having ASMR of my freaking sniffs through the whole <laughs> podcast. Uh. <sighs> was someone about, uh. <laughs> Uh, shoot. No pressure. I don't know. Look at them. Okay. I saw one that I just want to actually just want to answer. Uh, okay. <laughs> I thought of, okay. Uh, just you, not me. Well, it just says, do guys use dating apps for real or just for their ego? <gasps> I asked that one. That was oh, my own question okay. that I wanted to ask you. Okay. Let me ask you. Yeah. Do guys use dating apps for real or just for their ego boost? Um, I'd say for real. I mean, at least me. Personally. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I don't know. Sometimes it's like, as rude as this is, like, as it sounds, I'm just bored. I just want to talk to someone. And so. Yeah. How is that rude? I don't know. <laughs> Who is that rude to? Just like, mm, I'm bored. I'm going to talk to random girls. No, no. But like, it's like you actually talk to them and get to know them. And, but I definitely don't do it to boost my ego. I don't know. Okay. <clears throat> it could just be a me thing. It could be a... But, I mean, the, you hear so many people that meet on dating apps. and Yeah. So it's just like... And some people are actually successful. Yeah. I'm shocked by that. Yeah. I will be honest... I sometimes use it for my ego. Sometimes I'll nice. be like, I, but also I'm bored. Yeah. I have no one to talk to. And I'm like, I could use a, I could use a compliment. Right. All right. I'll get a dating app for a yeah, day. That then does I, actually, then I get a, a few compliments yeah. and I'm like, all right, I'll delete you. And then I'm over it. Yeah. I. So I'll admit I to do, using it. I do like that, but I'd say that's not why I use it. Okay. But I'd say you have to talk to people. Okay. So you genuinely want to like talk to people, meet people, get to know someone. Yeah. Would but you ever I, like meet up with someone from a dating app? Yeah, I have. Really? Yeah. How did have that you? go? Yeah. I mean, it's gone well. I think it's because uh, my profile on dating apps mm -hmm. is very humorous. Okay. Because I'm a funny person. You are. 
So <laughs> there's like a picture of me in the green morph suit. Or <laughs> I saw that uh, one. Yeah. Colin and I have matched on Tinder. All right. Let's just let's just be real bow, here. Bow, chicka, <laughs> bow, bow. Um but or like a picture of me. I don't know. That's just obscure. Mm-hmm. So I think people automatically know, oh, he's not. I don't know. I hear hear a lot of guys have pictures of them in the gym. Oh, yeah. A lot of girls do, too. So uh, that I feel like is an ego boost. So maybe it is. But for me, I just feel like it's not because I, I, I have my profile in a joking manner. So it automatically puts me in my head as a normal fun person. So right. when they when I start talking to them, it's just like, oh, yeah, this is just some funny kid. Right. So then I, and then when I hang out with them, it's just like, right, he's just funny. And I like selfishly want to be like the funniest person in the room. Okay. <laughs> I Love don't know that. why that came out of this conversation, but I don't know. I always like to impress people with my humor because you want to hear why? Yes, always. Um, my biggest talent, I believe, is adaptive humor and comedy. So depending on the people I'm with, I can read the their comedy like in the air, like I can just like yeah. feel it out, listen to it and be able to amuse and tell jokes to them, to the audience. Okay. That's a talent. Yeah. Honestly, it's my biggest, I say is my biggest talent. Cause I think sometimes you hang out with someone and they're like extremely sarcastic. And if you have a different sense of humor, you're not going to think the other one is funny. You're like, bruh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can adapt to how, what they want to hear, and amuse them. That's a skill to have. That's my biggest pride. Would you ever do stand-up? No. Actually, well, I have a, a hope of, like, having a Provo night show. It's, like, kind of in the back of my mind. Right. That I've been, like... The one we talked about? To... The one we did the intro for? Or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I, I'm, like, kind of putting it together. But that's more, like, I don't know. I don't think I could do it in a front of a live audience. I think that'd Maybe be so hard. Really funny, but the thing is, you go to a, a comedian because you think he's funny, so they deliver like jokes in that right realm. But the, there's so many different comedians. Like I don't know, there's Jim Gaffigan who does like family humor. Yeah, and then there's um, shoot, I forgot his name. Uh, there's like Kevin Hart who just does like kind of inappropriate humor. Yeah. And so, I don't know. There's just a lot of different... I don't think I could do stand-up because I don't have one. I mean, I know what I think is funny, but that's... I don't know. But I feel like that's the point of a comedian. Like, they think they're funny, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, Jerry Seinfeld has a very specific kind of humor. And probably not everyone would think it's funny, but he knows it's funny. Yeah. And that's his sense, and people go to see him. So if you just, I feel like, yeah, I crisp your crisp is not the right word, but perfect your humor, people will follow. Right, but then here's the thing, then my adaptive humor is lowered. That's so then true. And I'm not funny with everyone else. So true. But I don't know. There's only like two people on TikTok, my friends, that I send. What I think is are the funniest TikToks. Okay. 
So I would love to see some of these. Okay, I'll show you. Okay. They're so stupid, but I think they're so funny. Okay. Yeah. But I don't know. That's my take on humor. Okay. Anyways. Well, is that it? Is that it? I think that's it. Yeah. Should we close? Yeah, I think we should. Well, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thank you so much for joining us on the first collab of our podcasts. Hopefully many more. Yeah, I think this is the first of many. And I think I think we gave some good advice. Yes. We'll we definitely did. have to edit some stuff out. Yeah. <laughs> it's really long. <laughs> but okay. Tune in next time. See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>